Dear disciples and big family of the disciples, I would like to delve today with you into a great word, the word future. It's a word that this epidemic can help us rediscover. It's a difficult word indeed, because in this time of epidemic, the word future instills in us fear. We are living a time of uncertainty of what will come up tomorrow. We are afraid of being sick because we don't know how the illness will evolve. We are afraid when a relative of ours is suffering, we have lost our job, and we don't know, we don't know how the economy will fare. We are afraid of the future of our country. How long will the epidemic last? In his work, The Plague, Albert Camus asked himself precisely about this question of the future. And he tells how in the besieged city of Oran, where the, the epidemic is developing, there was always hope that something new will come up. And then people understood that there was nothing new coming. He said, there was always a moment at which we realized that the trains were not coming. And then we realized that our separation from our dear ones had to lag and that there was no other choice but to come to terms with time. We remained reduced to our past, and if some had the temptation to live in the future, they had to give it up very soon. This is Camus in The Plague. Now we see the fear when, when one lacks a future. We suffer a lot when there is no future because as human beings, we are always projected towards the future. And like all other animals, we live ahead of our time. We project. We are continually planning. Now, this epidemic, this difficulty we're experiencing with the future can, can open up to us a new vista. So we can understand like the future has a new depth. It is not the future of my plans and projects of what I am preparing and I am in control of. This is not bad, but it's a reduced future, the future of what I am planning to do. There is another way of understanding the future, is the, the future of a fruit. The fruit comes in the future as well of a plant. And it's something that passes through the plant, but goes beyond the plant. The fruit, the fruit is a future that goes beyond my, myself. Think of a family when they have a child. The child is the future. The parents who beget the child realize that the child comes to them. It's a fruit of their love. But on the other hand, the child surpasses them. It is, the child is theirs. It is not alien to them, but goes beyond them. We see that if we see the future, not at the future of our project, but at the future of our fruit, then it is much richer. And it is this way of dealing with the future that we can learn in the epidemic. Uh, through us, something is, is happening that is beyond our control. We know in faith that this, what is happening in us, if we accept it, will bear fruit. The fruit is a future that is difficult because it forces us to go beyond ourselves. It's the, future, it's, the, it's the future of the mother who is giving birth and she's suffering. But through this suffering, she knows that the future will be really new.
In this way, the, this future of the fruit opens up to God, to God's action. If we understand the future of our own, our own project, God doesn't need to be present. But if we understand the future of, of a fruit, then we can see that God is present in this future, as the parents know that God is present when they are generating a child. Even in the mother, when she's suffering, giving birth, as Jesus says, she's generating a child. She knows that God is present in this generation. The God of the Bible is not only the God of heaven, the God who is uh, high, high, but he is always the God of the future. He's the God who is coming. His region is the future because he brings with him something always new. He cannot be reduced to what is already known, to what is already there. He brings the novelty of God. And by this novelty, we recognize that God is coming. Now, in this situation, this suffering of the epidemic, I want to address especially those parents who are living with their children, those teachers who continue with their teaching mission. Look, physicians are very important. Doctors, nurses, pharmacists, they are constantly close to us in this time, taking care of our body. And we honor them because of that. Just don't forget also parents and teachers because they are taking care of our future. We honor physicians because they take care of our bodies. We honor parents, teachers because they care take of our future. Children are the future. In the Bible, it is the face of the child that brings the face of the future. And this is why the child is very much connected with God, with God's action, with God's blessing. With every child, something new be begins and the Messiah comes at the end of the generations. The novelty of the child is the novelty of the Messiah, of Christ. The future of a Christian is the face of Christ. Christ is not only for us in the past, but since he is risen, he is also in the future. He is at the last stage of history. He has the, the whole future of history is, is him, is the risen one. We are coming towards him. So in this time of uncertainty, we know that our future, whatever it comes out of this epidemic, will be the face of Christ in his paschal mystery of death and resurrection. And then we can not only just be optimistic about the future, we are optimistic when we know we think we are we have a strength to face the future. But in the in the when we see the future as a fruit, it's not only to be optimistic but to have hope. Hope is to know that the future will be good because we are not alone. Because God accompanies us in this situation, because Christ is risen. And death has no longer dominion over him.